Hello and welcome to the Pump Fake Podcast, brought to you by Dan Crap, which you've guessed it, I'm still trying to figure out. Um, let's take a look at last week, week seven, plenty of action. Going into the week, we had a five-way tie. Uh, one through five were all four and three, uh, uh, or four and two, or whatever. Um, and now uh, we have a little bit of a shakeup, if you will. So Logan's Heroes went ahead and beat the Hurricane Dickas, 129-96. Uh, Hale Heisler squeaks out a win uh, against Thunder Lips, who stays in 10th place at 1-6. and six. Uh, Hale Heisler wins 98-89. Um, Blame the Persians, another close win to, prove, to move up to the second spot. They win 130 over a stone throw to 126. And Schmeagel stays on top by squeaking out by barely a point, just over a point uh, in the Gilligan's Island Bowl where the skipper and Gilligan face off. Schmeagel wins 113 to 112 uh, to claim and solidify his place at number one. So looking at the standings going into week eight, Schmeagel's on top, followed by Blame the Persians and Logan's Heroes, all with a five and two record. Coming in at number four, is Suck My Dicka, followed by the Hurricane Dickas in number five, both with four and three. And then the bottom, we've got, bottom half, we've got a Stone's Throw at six. Uh, I'm thinking zero running backs. Ah, but I forgot. He, I'm thinking, Mark Rafferty won 126 to 93 over Finelli. Hashtag two guys who have keeping their, their team names since two seasons ago, which is awesome. Uh, shows how much you guys care. That is just don't even bother changing the names. You don't have to change the name like the Hurricane Dickens because it's classic. Um, but beatdown of the week is our first award that I'm going to give out, and it goes to Mark Rafferty, uh, which was good to move him up to seventh. Uh, scraping the bottom of the barrel at eighth with a record of three and fourth is Hale Heisler, the defending champ. Just not a season. Love to get him on the show, hear what he has to say uh, about what's going wrong. Finelli, two and five. Uh, at nine and rounding out the bottom at tenth place, rounding out the is none other than Thunderlips. Uh, Jared, who not doing well in what we believe to be his farewell season. Um, not the way you want to end it. Not a lot of action on the roster moves. If you look at the top guys, Schmeagel playing the Persians, five each. Logan's Heroes has only picked up three players, made three roster moves. Suck my dick at seven. The Hurricane Dick is at six. Uh, leading the way, though, is Hale Heisler. He's always been a pretty good waiver wire player. He's got 34 moves so far this season. And I'm thinking zero running backs, 30. But both of them, eh, nothing's, nothing's working for him right now. He just can't get that... Uh, just can't seem to get themselves over that 500 hump to uh, jump up into the top half of the standings. However, Hale Heisler should be noted. on a two-game winning streak. Meanwhile, Suck My Dicka, three-game losing streak. So, let's look ahead to next week. Uh, or wait, let's stay in this week. Fantasy Football Awards. The Big Balls MVP... There should be some people we should note. Ezekiel Elliott goes off for 147 yards, two touchdowns, 
rushing, 72 yards receiving, one touchdown, good for 39.9 points. Not a bad uh, week uh, given all the Michigas around him. Is he suspended? Is he not suspended? Appeal, then he files an injunction. Uh, I mean, the guy is a walking, talking version of the TV show Suits. Uh, also, uh, a little honorable mention over there, Derek Carr throws for 417 yards and three touchdowns. Maybe now the Blaze.com can stop saying that his offensive line is racist and because he stood for the national anthem that they let him break his back. True story. I saw that headline that the or Oakland offensive line let him get hurt and he broke his back, which I don't know anybody with a broken back that throws for 417 yards. But the big balls MVP, Carson Wentz, 268 yards, four touchdowns. It's good for T-Stone. All right, welcome back to part two because apparently this is only five-minute segments. Um, before we jump into looking at week eight, I want to go ahead and get the award, you know, for uh, the worst player of the week. You're killing me, Smalls. Award. This week goes to Marshawn Lynch. He ran for unusually nine yards and then got ejected for pushing a ref or something. Excuse me. I guess he, he appealed the suspension, but they're going to uphold it. A one-game suspension. So... Runs just for nine yards, gets ejected, and now is suspended for a game. And I'm sitting at five. The Hurricane Dickers are trying to fight to get a little, you know, get a little bit of momentum going. You know, you want to get that um, that positive energy going. You know, in, in the second half of the season, so you kind of you cruise right into the playoffs. And that's I want to see my team kind of take that step forward. And then, you know, you have a guy that you really depend on, like a Marshawn Lynch running behind maybe the second best offensive line outside of Dallas, uh, and all he gets is nine yards. Now, the silver lining for the silver and black running back is this. Apparently, he went up into the stands, had his, like, face mat, his mask on that he wears, like, underneath the helmet, like the cold hat, and was hanging out with fans, and then he hopped on the Bart, and was riding around on the train throughout Oakland and San Francisco with fans. Um, and when you think about where the NFL is as a league and how it's just kind of boring, right? I mean, it's just, there's so many rules and there's so many, like, rinky dig suspensions and the NFL gets caught up on these things. Obviously, we all agree that domestic abuse and domestic violence is a very serious serious uh, issue and uh, any anything involving that should be taken seriously but a 13 month investigation plus when there's been no charges or anything filed or no criminal charges and then you're still like zoned laser focused on this one guy Zeke Elliott uh, and you think about all the things that he accomplished as a rookie and how well he played, you would think that that would be really great for the league, that the Dallas Cowboys and America's team, you know, young guns with Des Bryant and Dak Prescott and Zeke Elliott, and, you know, that that would be fun for the league, that people would tune in to watch this team. Um, but they're, it's the same thing like the, the deflate gates. It's just like this long, dragged-out thing. It's the NFL, I feel like a lot of people's attention and interest is waning. 
because it's boring. But thank God we have a guy like Marshawn Lynch, who is a character in and of himself, who, uh, you know, eats the Skittles, and he was funny up in Seattle, and I don't really recall him ever being funny in Buffalo. But Buffalo is kind of a depressing place. Apparently when Cardell Jones was told that he was traded to San Diego, he cried tears of joy in the GM's office that he was leaving Buffalo. Um, but I really hope that Marshawn Lynch plays another year or two. Uh, I hope that he's very successful and keeps having a good time and making fun uh, and making the best out of it, having a fun time. And then I hope he gets his own reality TV show. So I would love to watch him go do like Mike, uh, who's that guy, Mike Rowe, who does like Dirty Jobs or something. I can't remember the guy's name, but Dirty Jobs or something like that with Bear Grylls, like Marshawn Lynch and Bear Grylls, like go hiking. Some shit like that would be hysterical. Just, he's, he's a good personality. I saw a picture that he had a Lamborghini when he was in Seattle, and he had a velvet rope that he kept in the trunk. So he would get like the velvet rope and two little you know brass posts, and he would set it up when he would park his car. So thank God for people like him that keep, uh, at least keep the, the NFL entertaining uh, in, in that sort of sense, because, you know, there's really, it's really kind of boring all around. But yes, the Killing Me Smalls, your Killing Me Smalls Award of the Week goes to Marshawn Lynch for his measly contribution of nine yards, the point nine points, uh, getting suspended, uh, getting rejected and now getting suspended. But coming up, part three, we're going to jump in. We're going to take a look at the matchups for week eight, and I will give you all of my predictions. So keep listening. I'll figure out how to stitch this all together one day. All right, all right. Part three, as we look ahead to the matchups. All right, let's take a look. First, we got week eight matchup. I'm thinking zero running backs, the seventh overall team. All right, I don't know what happened there. No clue, but I picked Rafferty. It's just not Jared's year. Uh, even with the players, he's got two players on a bye, so right now he's only projected for 90 points. Even if you put what he has available in, it's not good. So as the farewell season marches on, uh, it couldn't have ended more sadly for all of our favorite player of the league, Mr. Jared Palmer. All right, moving on. Finelli. Ninth place against Logan, third place. Um, yeah. Uh, Finelli has no quarterbacks. Uh, most of them are on a bye, and he needs to get somebody in there. Um, kind of a bummer. I'm going to go with Logan's Heroes. Seems to be uh, doing pretty well coming off a win this week against myself. Uh, I expect big things from Zeke Elliott, and... Mark Ingram's going to have a heck of a time at home against Chicago. So, Logan Heroes is my pick. The... Ah... Uh, the Jealousy Bowl. I call it that because this is probably the game that Logan's going to be paying the most attention to because Heisler and Tyler are playing each other. There's probably no other place that Logan would rather be than to be sandwiched in between Heisler and Tyler. Both of them are projected at 116 points each. Um, hmm. 
Carson Wentz is coming off a great week, MVP week. I like uh, Doug Martin against Carolina. Frank Gore is iffy. Um, And don't forget Cooper after having that huge game last week where he went off for 33 points. Very nice pickup. 210 yards, two touchdowns. Things keep getting better for Stone's throw. I'm going to say he gets to 500 and drops Jordan. He'll stay uh, gold fall to ninth, actually, because uh, I think Rafferty's going to jump over him in the rankings. Um, suck my dicka versus blame the Persians. This is the game of the week. Kind of interesting to see how Ali has really turned it around uh, just in his overall fantasy football career. The guy's come a long way. Um, and he's, you know, flying high, no pun intended. So everything looks good. Des Bryant against Washington. I like Russell Wilson against Houston. Winston against Carolina. Brady does have the LA Chargers. Joey Bosa is a beast. So watch out, Brady. Um, also I am looking at this. Hold on a second. DeVito has no kicker and no defense. Now, is he going to start somebody? I have no idea. Uh, it looks like he has... It looks, yeah. I'm going to change my pick and say I'm going to go with the upset. I said, suck my dick wins. And he will improve to 5-3. and three. I think he might be able to... Blame the Persians will fall to 5-3 and three and nothing really else should Last but not least, myself and Schmeagle. Boy, oh boy. Let's take a look at this matchup. Schmeagle starting Case Keenum. He's got Antonio Brown against Detroit. Crabtree against Buffalo. Um, Freeman. Devontae Freeman against the New York uh, Jets. Uh, It's going to be pretty huge. I've got to work something out with C.J. Anderson and Garrett Blunt because of the suspensions, but Deshaun Watson returns uh, after three glorious weeks. He's coming off a bye week, three glorious weeks before that. Um, I think he keeps rolling, but he's going up against a very stout defense in Seattle. I will say, of course, myself with the upset, that's my pick, and we'll see how that all shakes out. There are some trade rumors going around. I know that Finelli's trying to auction off the team. Uh, he's looking to move players. Jordan has already put it out there that he wants to move some big-name players. So stay tuned. We might have some updates throughout the week about uh, some roster changes. All right.